0: Well, turn with me in your Bibles to Ezekiel chapter number 12, Ezekiel chapter number 12, and we'll go to verse 21, Ezekiel 12 and verse number 21, and we'll read all the way down to verse 25. While you're going there, go ahead and repeat after me. My life life is being restored restored. with the the word of God. The word of God is restoring my life. All right, verse number 12, I mean, verse number 21 says, "And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, "Son of man, what is that proverb that ye have in the land of Israel, saying, The days are prolonged, and every vision and every vision felleth. Tell them, therefore thus said the Lord God, I will make this proverb to cease, and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel, but say unto them, the days are at hand and the effect of every vision." for there shall be no more any vain vision, nor flattering divination within the house of Israel. Verse 25 says, for I am the Lord, I will speak, and the word that I shall speak shall come to pass. It shall be no more prolonged, for in your days, O rebellious house, will I say the word and will perform it, says the Lord God. I, I know I kept hearing something, and that's the teens. If, if there are any teens here, uh, middle school or high school, Uh, You know, we we have service next door for the youth. They're having a special service today, so if you want to go and be a part of that right through those doors, the ushers can assist you. You can go in and and partake of that, be a part of that. They they got some exciting things going on over there today. All right, so we're teaching from this subject of the fear of unfulfilled vision, the fear of unfulfilled vision. This is actually lesson number 10, and today will be our last lesson and so we said that the objective is to equip you and i uh in faith and in wisdom and get us focused in fulfilling our dreams and manifesting the visions of our hearts. say my dreams my, dreams, my visions my, dreams, my, heart's desires, my heart's desires even god's word even god's shall, come shall come to pass in my life in my again life. my visions my dreams my, dreams, my, dreams, my, heart's, desires, my heart's desires even desires, god's word shall come to pass pass in in my life and so we're teaching from this subtopic of the principles of vision not understanding or not knowing the principles of vision is one of the things that keep our vision from coming to pass so the principles of vision principle number one we said is being clear in your vision principle number two is knowing your potential for fulfilling your vision principle number three possessing the passion your vision. Principle four, developing a plan for your vision. Principle number five, developing faith for your vision. Principle six is understanding the process of vision. Principle number seven is understanding the priorities of vision. And principle number eight, which we started our last time together, principle number eight is understanding and recognizing people's influence on your vision, understanding and recognizing people's influence on your vision. That it's important to understand that people will influence your vision. Could be uh, negatively or could be positively, but however, people are going to influence what you do. And so uh, our last time together last week, I uh, just kind of took out some time to just begin to appreciate and just acknowledge. And, and just kind of make publicly make people aware of the influence that people have had on this ministry, the influence that they've had on the vision that God has given me. You know, the Bible says that we should give honor to whom honor is due. And I believe that honor is a two-way street. You know, we're always honoring the pastor and honoring the man and the woman of God. And we should do that because it's scriptural but I believe there are people that are connected to this vision uh, who are due honor as well uh, for the things that they have done here in this ministry. I'm thinking just, you know, just like my mom and my father who have had a great influence on the ministry that God has has given me and their influence has blessed a lot of people here in the ministry. Uh, Pastor Barnes, uh, who's been with me over 20-something years and the influence that he's had here and other people, and not just people who have been here for a long time but even people who've been here for a short time you know just just your contribution whether it's gifts whether it's talents whether it's time or whether it's your treasure uh you've greatly influenced this ministry there are some areas here within the ministry that would not be what they are today had it not been for people who are involved you have to understand that the way god set the system up Whatever God does in your life, he does it indirectly. Whatever God does in your life, he does it indirectly. If God blessed you with a house, he did not directly give it to you. He did it indirectly. He worked through somebody. If he blessed you with a car, if he blessed you with a job and showed you favor, he did it indirectly. God did not hire you, but he worked through somebody to hire you. So you you have to learn how to appreciate people. That's why it's foolish to think you don't need anybody because without people, God's going to, God's not going to be able to do some things in your life, amen? And so we have to learn how to acknowledge people, appreciate people, and thank God for them and for the influence that they have had on your vision, your dream, your desire, uh, or whatever, because God works through people. God uses people so that he can be a blessing to your life, amen? And so today… Uh, we're going to finish talking about that, and then we have some other principles we're going to share with you. But let's go to Luke chapter 2 and verse number 48. Luke chapter 2 and verse number 48, verse number 48. <clears throat> I was talking with uh, uh, another pastor, another minister, and, you know, sometimes we, you know, and we know God blesses us and God does this for us and he does that, and, and all that's well, it's good, and it is true, but you, you cannot show me where he's done in your life what he's done in your life without people. You can't show me where things have happened in your life apart from people. God uses people to do what he does, amen? Amen. God takes good care of you, but people are involved as well. I said verse 48 is verse number 52. It says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Now notice that Jesus had favor in two arenas. He had favor, number one, with who? God. And favor with who? Man. Man. And it's important that we understand the value of having favor with God and not only just having favor with God, but also having favor with man. So uh, you can expect favor. So I expect favor. Say, say I expect favor. I expect. Say, the favor, of God's on my life. the favor of God's on my life. Now let's go to Genesis chapter number 12, and I want to show you this with Abraham that Abraham had been blessed with favor. And whatever has been promised to Abraham. And what comes on his life comes on our life as well. Because if we be Christ, according to Galatians 3.29, if we be Christ, then are we Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Well, we are Christ. We belong to Christ. We are his possession, and so we are heirs according to the promise that he made to Abraham. So in Genesis chapter number 12, and if you look there in verse number 1 and verse number 2, verse 1 it says uh, now the Lord had said unto Abram get thee out of thy country from thy kindred from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee and I will make of thee a great nation I will bless thee I'll make your name great and thou shalt do what be a blessing I want you to look at verse 2 in the amplified if you don't have an amplified Bible you can just look up on the screen and you'll see it there he says and I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you with what Abundant increase of favor. Say, abundant, increase of favor. Now, say, I am blessed with abundant increase of favor. Say it again. I am blessed with abundant increase of favor. So that sounds like a whole lot of favor. Sounds like a whole lot of favor. That God, he He strategically places people, he strategically places organization and station them to meet you at certain points in your life so they can be a blessing to you. That we said that when we, when we declare our vision, declare our, our heart's desire, declare that dream, we know we stir up three categories of people. We stir up the haters, we stir up those that will try to hinder us, and then we also stir up those that will help us. And so we don't have to spend our time talking about the haters and, and the hinderers because they're gonna do what they do. But we need to put our focus and our faith on those that God has raised up to help us. People have helped. You are not where you are without help. Amen. Somebody has helped you. Right. Amen. 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 Somebody. You, you cannot go to a, a place of employment, go to a job, I- even if God speak to you and say, that's where you're supposed to be. You cannot just walk in that place of business and go to work, say, God gave me this job. You got to go through some people. Come on, don't, 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 come on now. You, you got you to go through some people. God has never handed you a car out of the sky. If you got a car, you went through some people. If you got a house, if you have a house, you went through some people. If, if God promoted you, you went through some people. Come on, you don't need a Ph.D. for what I'm saying to you. Amen. 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 Amen? You went through some people. You know, even if you had work done and, and, and you know, and, and, and it didn't cost you anything, somebody told you they wasn't going to charge you. Right. See, I'm trying to get you to see that, that you know, it's, it's hard to experience the favor of God without people. And that's why we, you know, we 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 need each other. You, you you need people in your life. Only a fool thinks he doesn't need anybody. Right. Right. Amen. 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 So the person next to say, you don't want to be a fool. Galatians 5, I mean Psalms 5 and 12. Psalms 5 and 12. I want you to see again that you are surrounded with favor. You are surrounded with the favor of God. Verse 12 says, For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor without compass him as with a shield. So we're surrounded with favor. The Amplified says, For you, Lord, will bless the uncompromisingly righteous, uh, him who is upright and in right standing with you. Now, now we're in right standing with God. Well, how did we get in right standing with God? Through Jesus. Through Jesus. We, we even had to get in right standing with God through somebody. And that somebody was Jesus. You, you can't even save yourself. Somebody had to do that. So we have right standing with God through Jesus Christ. He says, as with the Shea, you will surround with him with what? Goodwill, pleasure, and favor. Say, I am surrounded, I am surrounded with, goodwill, with goodwill, pleasure, pleasure and favor. And Say it again. I am surrounded, I am surrounded with, goodwill, with goodwill, pleasure, pleasure and favor. And now, the law of association says... The law of association says you become like those whom you spend time with. Amen. Amen. We're talking about this influence that people have on your vision. You become like those whom you spend time with. Therefore, it does matter who you connect to and who you spend your time with. It does matter who you connect to and who you spend your time with you show me who you run with i tell you your future the bible said birds of a feather your big mama said that <laughs> but that just sounds like that should have been a scripture don't it you know? <laughs> So it it, it does matter who you connect to, and it does matter who you spend your time with. Now, I want to give you a statement. Listen to this statement. When you connect with others, you'll be impacted by their convictions. Therefore... Whatever they have strong desire for will begin to influence you. I'll say that again. That when, when you connect with people, you will be impacted by their convictions. Whatever they have convictions for is convictions that create disciplines in our lives. That a man is only disciplined in the area where he has convictions. And so you will be be impacted by their convictions. And as a result of that, whatever they have strong desire for, that will begin to influence you. Now, here's the thing you have to understand about influence. Number one, influence is powerful. Number two, it is so. It'll slip up on you. And, and, you, and you, you won't realize many times until it's too late the influence and impact that somebody has had on your life. You'll find yourself in a situation responding like them, and you never planned on doing that. That is how Eve was deceived, because the Bible said that the serpent was more subtle than any other beast of the field. So he, he was able to manipulate, he was able to... Uh, deceive. he was able to beguile her because influence is powerful yeah. Yeah. amen yeah. you look like who you run with and so you, you have to be careful about who it is that you connect to amen in terms of in terms of of your vision now now we want you know we we, we want to you know you want to be able to uh, put yourself in a bless in, in a position to be a blessing to as many people as possible, but you know Uh, in life, you have to decide whether you're going to be a rocket or an airplane. Now, the difference is a rocket, a rocket has a destination, and everybody on the rocket's going to the same place. And the rocket, when it reaches a certain altitude, it drops certain things off so it can go higher. (laughs) But now, an airplane carries anybody (laughs) (laughs) with their baggage. And on the same aircraft, she can be going to Austin, she can be going to Chicago, she can be going to, he can be going to Philadelphia, and so now you you're carrying people who have accepted layover. <clears throat> change of flight. They, they with you for a while, then they change flight. Now they with somebody else, then they change flight. Come on now. <laughs> And, 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 then, and then, too, and you, you have some people, they just looking for a free ride. They got a buddy pass. You got some folk trying to upgrade without paying the full price. Y'all ain't got nothing in first class. <laughs> you know? are, you, are, you, are you listening to me? So you got to decide what, you, what you're going to be in life because everybody is not prepared to go where you're going. That doesn't mean mean they're bad people. They're just not going where you're going. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, I want to ask you three questions. Question number one, who do you spend your time with? Who do you spend your time with? Question number two, who are your closest friends? Who's closest to you? Who, Who are your closest friends? And then, number three, who are the people that you are confiding in? Because these are the people that are greatly influencing your life. Amen? So I'll say it again. It does matter who you connect to and who you spend your time with. Let's go to Genesis chapter 12. We'll see this in the Scripture. Genesis chapter 12. Now, of course, we're not teaching, you know, just go through life, just cutting everybody off and, you know, I'm, I'm getting rid of all y'all. All y'all can go. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about here. You know, I know you, you checking your list and checking it twice. You know? <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. But, you, but, but there are some people that will be a hindrance to you. That, that some people will just hate on you, some people will hinder you, some people will help, you, and, and it takes wisdom to, to recognize the difference because you're going to need people. Say it again. You are going to need people. The, Bi- the, Bi- the Bible says "The eye cannot say to the ear, I have no need of thee. That the hand cannot say to the feet, I have no need of thee. But they all work together for one common purpose. So you have a need, you have a need for people. In in Genesis chapter, well, I'll tell you chapter chapter 12, Genesis chapter 12, and verse number four. And watch this in verse four it says, So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And what else? And what happened? Lot Lot (laughs) Lot went with him. Now skip over to chapter 13. So God called Abraham out. Remember, he called him from his family, told him, you know, I want you to leave your, your, your father's house, leave your, leave your, uh, your, your country, and leave, leave your kindred. And, and then that's when he told him what he wanted to do in your life. Now, let me tell you why that's important. Because God, God is not in the business of destroying families. God's in the business of building and restoring families. Right? But let me tell you why God had to pull him out because whomever you give influence to in your life, they also have the ability to create your environment and your environment determines your mindset and your mindset determines your future. So the reason God had to pull Abraham out because of the environment that he was in, And God knew if you stay in this environment, you're not going to have the proper mindset for what I'm determined to do in your life. So I need to pull you out, create a different environment for you so that you can get a mindset of this future that I have to bless your life. So we're not talking about hating anybody. We're not talking about, you know, just, just dissing the family as it were. But now we're talking about putting yourself... You, you just may, may need a different environment for what God wants to do in your life because the environment that you're in, that environment suffocates your dream, it suffocates your vision, it chokes your heart's desire because that's unacceptable in that environment. So you may need a different environment. You know, sometimes, you know, sometime, 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 you know you know, those of you who, who, uh, who have fish in the house, you, you have an aquarium, a, a tank or whatever, you know, sometime in order for the fish to grow, he need a bigger tank. That, that the tank that he's in is what's stunting his growth. Y'all don't understand what i say. saying. Y'all don't understand. Come on, anybody have some fish? And you want this fish supposed to grow. He's supposed to be bigger than this. I wonder why the fish won't grow. But see, you ain't got the cheapest tank. All right. <laughs> <laughs> come on, you get the point? And, and so a, a larger tank, now it gives the fish the ability to expand, the ability to release the potential that's been on the inside of him all the time. All right, My goodness, man. So sometimes, sometimes your family's think tank is too small. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Say I, I love my family. So we're not talking about we're not talking about hating on them. But, but I got to make sure this is an environment that is conducive to growth that's conducive to blessing yeah. that God said that I'm surrounded with increase of favor and I got to make sure that this environment can let me produce that Amen. I don't need to be talked out of what God promised me I need to be talked into what God promised me are y'all getting what I'm saying? And so sometimes I I may just need to change environments. Amen? Amen. Glory be to God. So watch this in verse number 1. Verse number 1, And Abram went up out of Egypt. He, his wife, all that he had. What else? And Lot with him. (laughs) Lot said, I'm going too. You You ain't leaving me here. I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going too, and, and light with him into the south, and Abraham was what? Very rich in what? In cattle, what else? Silver, what else? Now, if, if, if the law is true, and it is, that who I connect to matters, and what's on those I'm connected to comes on me, yeah. then we ought not just see Abraham rich, yeah. we ought to see the same thing yeah. on Lot who went with him. And look at verse number, verse number 5. And Lot also. You missed that. 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 Here's what you missed. Um, it says, um, and Abraham, verse 2, was what? Very rich in what? Cattle. What else? Gold. And Lot also. Oh. Was what? Very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. And, and then it goes on to say, uh, and, and he, had, he had flocks, herds, and tents. See, they didn't have houses. He had a lot of teepees, though. He had a lot of tents. You know, he was doing it in his time. (laughs) It says, verse 6, And the land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together, for their substance was great so that they could not dwell together. Watch verse number 8. And Abram said unto Lot, Don't miss this. Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between thy herdmen, and my, my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brothers. He said, is not the whole land before thee? Watch this. Separate thyself. Now, here's what I want you to get. That Abraham said to Lot, now Lot is his nephew. Abraham says to Lot, he said, look, we're not having any problems right now, but I see one brewing and before there's a problem so we can remain uncle and nephew, let's go ahead and part ways now. Because yeah. I see where this thing is going. Let, let there be no strife. There's no need in us falling out over the blessing of God on our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times there are people you will separate from not because there is a problem. Yeah. But we just want to prevent a problem that we see about to yeah. come. And so at least we can part ways being respectable to each other. And that's what we see here. So, so this, is, this comes under the principle of, of limited association. Limited association. Some people you can only have limited association with. And, and you, have to, you have to know the difference. Take wisdom to know the difference. Now, there are three things you must do in regards to association. Number one, disassociate yourself from some people. You have to disassociate yourself from some people. Everybody can't go where you're going. Now, the scripture reference to that is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. It says this, that evil communication. And where communication is company or companionship corrupts good manners. So you can, you can be a morally great, you can be a great person morally, ethics, you know, you're very ethical, you, you know, you, you live according to the word and, and all of that, but sometimes it's the people that you're connected to. That's why uh, Paul asked the church at Galatian, he said, who has bewitched you that, that you should not do the truth? Why is it that you've stopped doing truth? And sometimes it's people that we're connected to that, that robs us of our faith for our visions, that, that causes us to lose our passion. You know, it could be the people that you're running with now. You're, you're not as concerned about your marriage as you used to be because you, you've allowed somebody into your life that, that has corrupted your morals. Now, now understand this. You control the access door to your life. Nobody breaks into your life. You allow people into your life. Yes. You control that access, access door. So, so there, there are some people, uh, you know, during this season of your life, right now where you are, you know, you may need to d- disassociate from them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yes. All right, number two. Let's go to number two. You have to limit your association with others. Limit your association with others. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 and verse 16 that you have to make the most of your time because the days are evil. He says redeeming the time because the days are evil. So what does that mean? That, That you have to make the most of your time. Think about this. People that you spend time with is spending time with them the best usage of your time. Or are you just wasting time? See, it doesn't mean you can't fellowship with some people, but some people may, you know, you may need to limit your fellowship to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. 30 minutes. Yeah. One day a week instead of three days a week. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Because it's, it's obvious that, that they hinder you from where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. Right. That, you are, that, that the people you, you spend your time with and you connect it to, do you lose ground with them? Or are you gaining ground with them? Because people are, people are influencing your life one way or the other. Right. Amen. Amen? Amen? And so some people, you have, to, you have to limit your association with some people because you got to make the most of your time. you got to use the best usage of your time. you got to maximize your time. Time is money. Have you ever heard that? Time is money? Have you ever said time is money? Who, who said that before? You, you said that time is money. You were told time is money. Raise your hand. Let me see. Now, most people don't believe that. Most of you sitting in here don't believe time is money. You really don't believe time. Even if you said it, you don't really believe that. Because if, think about it. If I really believe time is money, I wouldn't let people abuse my time and not say anything. Amen. Amen. See, watch that. <clears throat> you know, because I try to. You know, I, I try n- not members, but you know some pastors. You know, I, I try. You know, I, I'm always trying to be there for pastors, help pastors out. And my wife, she be. You know, she 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 have to, you know pull me. You know, Charles. You know, you you wasting your time with them. They ain't gonna do nothing. And I'd be trying, well, no, he, no, he said, he, you know, he said, she, okay. <laughs> and, and and always end up, she, she's right. They ain't going to do nothing. Oh my God. But now watch this. If he said to me, Pastor, can I get 30 minutes from you? And i say, sure, okay, I got 30 minutes. Now, it's been an hour and a half. And I'm standing there, but, you know, I'm fidgeting and, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's an hour and a half. What did he ask for? 30 minutes. Now he, he's taking a whole hour and a half. He, he, now he, he took an extra hour. Right? Yeah. But now watch this. Now, if he says to me, Pastor, can I get $20 from you? And I say, sure. I pull my money out, and, and he take 100 What am I going to do? I'm going to say, oh, wait, hold on. Hold, hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. hold on, bro. You, you done took 100, man. No, no, no. Here's the 20. Right. Yeah. But now, it's amazing when it comes to money, I stop it. My God. Yeah. But when it comes to time, I don't say nothing. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Now, I say something, but I say it after he leaves. Man, I can't believe. Man, that dude, man, took up all my time. And, right. But you don't go tell nobody, you know, he asked me for 20, but he took 100. Man, he wrong. He took 100, and you didn't say anything. No, you don't do that. You correct that right then and out. say, hold on, bro. you asked me for 20, you done took 100. Right. Hold on. Right. But you'll let him take your time, and you don't say anything. Why you do that? Because you don't believe time is money. My God. Wow. That's good. Amen. hmm Amen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three, you have to expand your association with others. It's important to expand your association with others. Sometimes to expand, you have to expand your association. You, You can't, glory to God, you can't grow outside of yourself unless you go outside of yourself. If, if, <laughs> okay, watch this. Uh, Proverbs 13 and 20, just write this down. Proverb 13 and 20 says, if you want to be wise, you have to run with wise people. Okay? So that means if you want to be successful, you got to get with who? Successful others. That if, if you want to have a good marriage, you have to get with people who have good marriages. The principle is clear, that if you want to be wise, but he says, he goes on to say, the latter part of that scripture says, but a companion of fools will be destroyed. So you run with fools, you're going to destroy your life. You're self-destruct. Now go to Luke chapter 1. I want to show you this in the Bible, that it's, it's important for what you are believing God for and for where you're going, it's important that you expand your associations. It's important that you expand your association. Luke chapter 1 and verse number, let's read verse number 36 first of all. Now remember when the angel came to Mary and was talking to Mary about having a child, and Mary was a virgin, she had never been with a man, but the angel comes to her and says, you're going to have a child. And she said, how is this going to happen seeing that I don't know a man, I have not been with a man uh, intimately. Now watch what it says in verse number 36, and behold thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. So now God, what he does, he gives her somebody she can connect to for what she's believing God for, what God has spoken, because what God has spoken to her is an impossible thing. With men it may be impossible, but not with God, because with God, how many things are possible? All things are possible, but now watch God. He connects her to somebody. Mm -hmm. He tells her about somebody she can connect to that's experiencing uncommon favor as well. Now watch this. Let's go over to verse number 39. Verse 39, I want you to see something. It says, "And and Mary arose in those days, and went into the hill country with haste. So she, she, she got in a hurry. Into the city, into a city of Judah, and, and entered into the house of Zechariah, and saluted Elizabeth. She spoke to her, but now watch this. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb. Oh, that's good, watch this. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? She's saying, now, now, you know, what is about me that, that you should come to me? Now watch how she answers the question. She says, for lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. now now here's what she's saying see she got with the right connection and when she got with the right connection when that connection started talking into her ear something happened on the inside of her why because people who are futuristic their language is different from those who are stuck in time You, you, you understand that 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 when she when she see when you're around people who experience uncommon favor, people who believe God for supernatural things, people who release their faith for the great things of God, the conversation is different. People, listen, people who are going somewhere, they talk different from those who are not going anywhere. You know, even, even, even the pace of people's lives. Who are not going anywhere it's different from the pace of those who are going somewhere yeah. people who are going somewhere they they, they move they, they, they know where they got to go they know where they got to be and they don't have time to waste yeah. but people who are not going anywhere you watch them, you watch them they just hanging out yeah. they asking you what's up what's, what's up all yeah. right oh, ain't, ain't nothing <laughs> up with me what's, what's up with you are oh, we just chilling And and see, and you know, they don't know which way to go. They don't know if they want to go this way. They turn around, I don't know, man, you know. know. They don't know where they want to go because they're stuck. But when you're in in connection with people who got a future and people who got a destiny and people who are believing God to do exceeding abundantly above in their life, their pace is different. And you got to get connected with folk who are going somewhere. Amen? Yeah. I was sitting with, with, with pastors. She said, she said, she said, she said, why are you coming? She said, you know, when, when you start talking, and when I heard your conversation and what you was talking about, because she could have been talking about how barren she was, but she was talking about what God was doing in her life supernaturally, even at an old age. Yeah. 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 And she said, when you start talking, it just increased my faith yeah. to believe God for what he said about yeah. me. Because I don't know anybody who's had a child without being with a man. Yeah. But listening to your story, I got inspired. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting down with some pastors this past week out of town, and we were sitting up <clears throat> about 1 o'clock in the morning, 1.30 in the morning. We're sitting around a table talking. And I'm sitting there, and, and I'm listening to the language. I'm listening to the conversation. And as they're talking, stuff leaping. Stuff leaping in me. One guy was talking about, one guy say he had, he had just, just bought a jet, paid cash for it. some uh, something, yeah. some leaped, yeah. uh, Something leaped on the inside of me. They, they talking about, they talking about opening up third locations. Already got this location. Then I got another location on the other side of town, and we just bought a build. I'm getting ready to buy another building for the third location, and stuff just, uh, stuff. I'm sitting there, stuff just leaping, <laughs> leaping on the inside. Because cause I, I, I made a connection here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm waiting on them to say, man, it's getting hard out here, ain't it? You know, man, it's tough. You know, things are tight. You know, it's that, that recession, man, and, you know, and, and, and this and that. I'm thinking they're going to be talking about going backwards or talking about standing still, but these boys are talking about going forward. Yeah. Why? Because, see, I made a connection. And you got you to examine the people around you. And you want to know where they're going? Just listen to their conversation. Yeah. And when you listen to their conversation, you can tell exactly where they're going. Another guy had just bought his wife a Bentley. Paid for. And I went in shock. I got <laughs> the leaping. Stuff got to leaping all up on the inside of me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You got you to gotta get around folks that when they talk, Something happened on the inside of you. What's on the inside of you, it starts leaping when you hear other folk talk. You Gotta get around the right folk. They talking about how blessed their marriage is and when you hear how blessed their marriage is, stuff start leaping on the inside of you. When they talk about their children are born again, they was on drugs, now they in the kingdom of God, something ought to leap on the inside of you. But you gotta get around the right folk. The baby leaped, but here's the deal, here's the deal, if you're not pregnant with being debt-free, when you hear other folk talk about it, nothing leaps on the inside of you, you because you gotta have the baby before it can kick. Ain't no baby kicking if it ain't in there, but thank God if it's in there, when you get around the right folk, you know, oh yeah, glory to God, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 I can do that. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that happened for me. Yeah, that's the kind of favor on my life. Yeah, that's what God's getting ready to do in my life. Yeah, so you got to have something on the inside before it can leave. But here's the thing. I'm telling you now, Mary got pregnant by the Holy Ghost, by the seed of the Word of God. And if you're not getting pregnant, by the seed of the word of God. Every Sunday you come in here, every Wednesday you come in here, I'm putting this word on the inside yeah. of your womb, and if you're not receiving this word, you ain't pregnant with anything. Yeah. Amen. You got to get around the right folk who's saying the right thing because Jesus... Even, glory to God, even if your, your womb has become a tomb where what God promised you and what He spoke to you has died in you, you get around the right folk. What is a tomb can become a womb because that's what happened with Lazarus. Lazarus was in the tomb. That's the tomb, the dead place of the earth, but when Jesus called his name, it became a womb, and it gave birth to Lazarus. You ain't hearing what I'm saying. So even if it's died on the inside of you, if you get around the right folk, what's a tomb can become a womb and give birth to what's died on the inside of you. But you gotta, you gotta get around the right folk who's saying the right thing. Talking about blessed when you're coming in. And blessed when, get around folk talking about the goodness of God. Man, you know, folk talking about how hard it is and, and, and this and, um, you know, that, that arthritis and, 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 you know, my back and, and, and my, my feet swollen. And, you know, you get around all that stuff. Man, come on, you can't go nowhere. That ain't faith. You talking about what you see. We don't walk by what we see. We walk by faith. You got to say what God said. Death and life is in the power of your tongue. You got to say what God says. You got to open your mouth and say, you're not creating it until you say it. You got to call the thing that be not as though it were. Can't just talk about what you see. What you see is temporary. What you see is subject to change. What you see is today only. It don't have to be like this always. Hallelujah. Let me move, because I got to close. Now, now, principle number nine, because I got to end. Principle number nine. Principle number nine. So you, you got to get around the right, right folk. And you got to get pregnant, man. You got to receive this word. Because Mary said, Be it unto me according to your word. She said, okay, that's me. You said I'm, I'm going to have a child. Okay, that's me. Be it unto me according to the word. When you hear the word of God, you got to say, okay, that's me. Be it unto me according to the word. Yeah. The word says I'm blessed. Okay, be it unto me. See, that's, that's when conception takes place. That's when conception. But see, you, you, you can't, come on, you, 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 can't, you, you can't, you can't receive if you, if you don't put yourself in a posture and in a position to receive that, that, that the pitcher is on the mound. That's the man of God. And he got the ball, that's the word. And he ready to throw it. But then if he see the pitcher just, just standing there, the, the catcher just standing there, he, he's not going to release the ball until, until the catcher gets, he gets in position. And once he, once he sees he's in position and he give him the signal, and so, and so, so, and, and what's happening, some of you, you, you're not, you're not catching anything because ain't nothing coming to you. And, and the reason nothing's coming to you, you ain't You, you got to get, get in position to receive so when the word comes, you out of debt. I got that. I got that. That word comes by the stripes of Jesus. I'm here. I got that. I got that. When the Bible said that the seed of the righteous is delivered, I don't care if it seems like it's way out there. <laughs> Y'all don't understand? What I'm, <laughs> see, see a, a, good, a good catcher, a good catcher know how to <laughs> see, see, see a good, a good, a good catcher. He realized even if the devil tried to block it, and he hit it, but he go a good catcher. <laughs> Glory be to God. Say, I got that? It don't have to come right to me. But if it, if it just get in my area, if it just, if it just get in my vicinity. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me. Sit down, let me give you this. <laughs> like Jamal Bryant, sit down. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me give you this. I, I gotta give you this, because this is my last lesson. <clears throat> I want to give you these, these other four principles of vision. Principle number nine: expect provision for your vision. Amen. Expect provision. For your vision. <clears throat> That's Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, where it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God shall guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So you, you have to rest in the fact that God supplies every need that I have. And he supplies ceaselessly, liberally, and bountifully. Principle number 10. You have to exercise persistence in achieving your vision. Exercise persistence. Just because it gets a little tough, you don't stop. You keep keep pressing. And and that's Luke chapter 18 and verse number 8 where it talks about that woman who went before the judge because she wanted what was due her. And the Bible said that, the judge says, because of her continual coming, the Amplified fly, I said because of her persistence, go ahead and give her what she want. Yeah. And it's when you are persistent that you have that dream, that vision, or that harsh desire. Yeah. Principle number 11. Be patient in fulfilling your vision. Be patient. I think the greatest lesson... We have a patience because you cannot do everything today. That's why you gotta learn to put on some, some patience. The Bible says in Hebrews 6 and 15, after Abraham patiently endured, he inherited the promise. So patience has to be involved. Now we know God has the ability to do anything, right? But now watch this, even God teaches us you can't do everything today. The Bible said that God, he created light, he created night, and then it said, and this was the first day. But then he comes back the next day and creates something else. It said, and this is the second day. Right. Then he comes back again and creates something else, and it says, and this is the third day. And you know, on the sixth day, he made man. The Bible says, and this was the sixth day. So even God, who could have done everything in one day, he chose to break it down, teaching us. Don't worry about it if you didn't do it all the day. And then number 12, you got to stay connected to the source of vision. The source of vision is God. Now, here's why you have to stay connected to him. Because the Bible says in John 15 and 5, that without me, you can do nothing. I got three degrees. Without me, you can do nothing. I had double major. And without me, you can do nothing. And, and, and then, and then Mark 10, 27 says, with men, it's impossible, but not with God, Amen. for with God, all things are possible. Pop- so if, if, if I have any chance of doing this thing, yeah. I got to stay connected to the yeah. source. Yeah. 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 Amen? Amen? Come on, give the Lord a hand. You get blessed by the word.